Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20, they're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare chested. Somebody stop Look that out, man. Here comes the... Until you play in the NFL, what's longer, a half or five-eighths? Or... But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Honey, I Covered the Spread. I'm your host, Connor McCormick, alongside my partner, Brian Foley. Brian, how are we doing after that week of football? Good. Uh, can't complain. It was the best week so far on the pod. And just also finished up tax season. So uh, hopefully have some more time to look into these games and maybe, maybe take it uh, to the next level next few weeks here. Okay, okay. Coming from a guy that's 27 and 22 on the year, Foley backers have to be happy hearing that. <laughs> yep, uh, I'm getting a lot of love there on the Twitter page. People saying that they've been riding me from the get-go. So uh, I'm just happy. I do it for them. I, don't, I haven't seen anybody say that, but I, I trust you. Oh, you didn't see? Hold on. We got, we got some interaction. With, really? uh, some guy, yeah, let me pull it up now. Some guy Twitter searched Titans plus three and a half. And he <laughs> responded to every single person who tweeted it, saying, "We are also on that. We are on a we are on a hot streak, yada yada." And when it hit, he gave a congratulatory uh, message as well. So shout out! Oh, I see. Right I see. Here. Shout out Vegas bets for you. Um, a follower of the apparently forty five units this year. I don't know if I believe it, but that's hey, a big number. We're both on. Um, the Titans on Tuesday, so we, we are on Titans plus three and a half, too. And on a 29 <laughs> 7 hot streak over the last 36, yeah. they sent that, I swear to God, to probably about 55 different accounts. Oh man, and after the great. win, I said straight cash, straight cash only. All right, so, all right, so well done. Um, so you are it's weird that they didn't tweet any of my picks, but <laughs> yeah, it was just that. Titans, they were happy for all the Titans backers. You got to be happy for them. All right, so you're on a hot streak. I am – I'm even on the year. I'm 18 and 18. You know, I'm still trying to get a feel for the season. A lot of people are, you know, making excuses about COVID and all that stuff. I'm not going to do that. I need to be better for everybody. Um, but if there is some sort of silver lining, I'm not really good at betting. So, honestly, I'll take this 500. But actually, this is bad for the listeners because you can't really fade me and you can't really follow me right now. Mm, yeah, I, 500 I, does not help anybody. No, I need to pull away in, in some direction. So I'm going to try to do that this week. I got, a, I got a huge card this week that I have locked in already. So hopefully this will shed some light on whether you should fade me or follow me. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, 500 through, what is it, week five? I, I don't think you can complain about that. It's, it is a weird year, I think. And through five weeks, we're still trying to get a feel for teams. Only reason I think I had success last week and, you know, really, I w- last week I was 95. That's only, so I'm up five games on the year and all of them are from last week. So I, it hasn't been like I've been killing it from week one. So yeah, I think as we kind of get – Thursday night God, though. Yeah, Thursday night, I don't, know, I don't know what's going on there. And it's usually the games we don't love. Uh, 
And I mentioned to you, it's funny how we force picks on Thursday night and then just ignore the other primetime games. Yeah. <laughs> we, we force the Thursday night, which is probably the hardest game on the entire spread every week because it's such a weird short week for both teams that, uh, but then we, you know, the other primetime games that are usually the good games we just, we sit out on. So that's good. Maybe we'll, we'll just move forward with that. We just love football, you know? Just, yeah. yeah. Just like no Thursday night football. tonight though, or no. last night there was no Thursday night. Or no, yeah. Um, yeah, it was last night because it was the Bills and the Chiefs, right? And then they moved it back to Sunday, obviously, because yeah. the the uh, the game on Tuesday, which was yes, banking. Yeah, so let's let's, let's recap here. I'll I'll go quick first. Um, pull up last week. So started off Thursday night through a bunch of props bet, prop bets out there with the over uh, six plays overall went three and three. As far as that game goes, I think Tampa Tampa looked good. I don't think the end result was totally telling. That pick from Tom at the end of the first half really, really swung the game. Uh, they were – I don't have it up in front of me here, but they were – what was that? Did you say Tom Brady threw a pick? Did it, didn't Brady throw a pick right before the half? No, it was a fumble. You're right. Okay, so it, it was a turnover before this. Because so I had Tom Brady right. throw a pick. <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So it was a, a fumble before the half that completely turned the game. Uh, they, the Tampa had total control of that did game. Did you like that call, by the way? Yeah, I thought it was a fumble. I did, did too. Yeah, I did yeah, too. Yeah, I thought it was a fumble. Um, and then also on top of that, there was a ton of penalties. Uh, there was a penalty every play. It felt like I'm pulling up the stats now because the Tampa definitely had the short end of the stick with the penalties. I don't think that's something you can count on moving forward. So I'm hoping to take advantage of a little bit of a reaction to Tampa losing to Chicago, who I think universally is just disliked. I don't think anyone thinks Chicago is good, even though they're four and one. Agreed. Would you agree with that? Yep. Yeah. So I, I, I think um, whenever you lose to a team like that, you know, they're a solid team. They, they don't make many mistakes, I guess. You, can't, you know what I mean? I, I don't know what to say about Chicago, but penalty are, uh, penalty wise. Yeah. Tampa had 11 penalties for 109 yards compared to six penalties for 66 yards. That's a big, that's a big deal. Um, lost by one in the end on a, a game-winning field goal. So I'm not going to overreact too much to it, but split those, that game three and three. Then moving forward, got killed with the under in the Pittsburgh game. Were you on that with me? No. You were on the Pittsburgh under? I was just on that alone? No, was... I said I was going to do it, and I never did it. Okay. It was, it was a beating. It was – I don't know. Pittsburgh couldn't get pressure. Yeah, um, whatever. Also, I had Pittsburgh minus seven, which I'm going to say was a lucky cover. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would say so, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Philly Philly put a linebacker on uh, Claypool <laughs> on a third down at the end of the game. In fairness, that, yeah, that did happen. Yeah, that was not a tough was, play to uh, execute there. No, no. That was – that was insane, but I'll take it. I had the Raiders plus 14. That was just an absolute – probably the easiest bet you'll have. Um, the the tax on the Chiefs was just way too high. I mean, to lay – I it was 13 and a half, and I bought the half point, which, you know, maybe it's not the fairest thing. Pussy. But it didn't matter what number you got there, Pussy. honestly. <laughs> I mean, they had no business laying double digits. So and well, well we said week, we, we said that right that yeah because there was two yeah. big spreads two division games and we said one of them was yeah. gonna hit one of them wasn't and you picked yep. the right one yep. actually yep. you so picked it, both of them 
<laughs> yeah, it was insane. But uh, so hit that. I was on Carolina, who I was very, very big on Carolina last week. Hit that. Uh, just keep fading Atlanta. There, Dan Quinn finally fired. We'll talk about this game this week, but keep riding Carolina. They're on the up. Took Cincy. That was just a bad pick. That was a bad pick. I on the pod. I said, I think I was. I took them on the pod, and then started to lean away from them because, like you just said, the two divisional games. And I tried to maybe take one and not the other. I ended up riding both of them. Lost Cincy. Hit Pittsburgh. Like I said about, and then hit the Browns. Uh, I would say it was a fairly easy one. Browns came out slinging it. They threw the ball way more than they have this year against other opponents, and that was a very good move. It seems like Stefanski knows what he's doing. Uh, would you agree with that? Where, where do you stand with the Browns? They are pleasantly surprising me right now. I like. Yeah, you're still not sold on them? I don't know if I'm sold on them, but I'm paying attention now. Yeah. I, I like what they've yeah. been doing. I don't know if it's going to keep up, but um, I also think Miles Garrett is just unbelievable. Yeah. They um they were missing their left tackle, the Colts, and we didn't talk about it. Uh, he is as important to that offensive line as uh, Nelson is. And missing him and the Browns teed off. And then to make that adjustment on offense to throw the ball more and get that early lead, it was very impressive. I, you know, I can't say enough about Stefanski right now. Baker, though, end of the game, big pick that almost blew it, honestly. Uh, yeah, see, I, I missed the end. Still of not game. sold on him. Soccer, yeah. So I didn't see the end of the game. So that's kind of where you. Yeah, go. yeah. He um, it was closer than it should have been, but they got it done in the end. Hit my teaser of Pittsburgh and Seattle. Seattle, mid interesting. That's pretty damn sure. Uh, might have gotten a little lucky on that one too. I'll admit it. I think uh, Mike Zimmer went for it on fourth down. So, so do you have a problem with him going for it? Let me let me pull it up. So I was watching the game live, but let me I just know, I was listening on the radio, which is oh my god, just a side note. Listening to mm-hmm. any sport on the radio besides baseball, I think it's just awful. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And hockey's the worst. Hopefully it's it's actually even worse if you have uh, John Sterling and Susan Walman <laughs> can't see anything. He's like, oh, there it goes, it is far. It is high and the right fielder catches it on the edge of the infield. No, but yeah, just on the radio, I was like, oh, my God, this is brutal. He's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Formation. It, we got uh, six offensive linemen, 11-24 uh, on the clock, fourth and one. Russell Wilson in the pistol. <laughs> it's just, it's just it's an overload of information. Like, I don't care what the formation is, dude. Just Yeah, yeah. He hands it off, and I don't think he got it. You know what I mean? It's just like, what's going on? Do you think he got oh, it? I don't know. Yeah, what, what do you, I'm with you. Yeah. It's going to be close. Um, so yeah, Minnesota was up five. They were inside the 10 yard line and they, they ran the ball on fourth down. <sighs> you get the first down, it's over. If you kick the field goal, right? It was, I think there was it, a minute. Actually, no, it was right before the two minute warning, right? They ran right the play. The, it was right after it. Right after and Seattle had one warning. timeout, right? Yes. So it wouldn't have so, been over, but it, it would have been, you'd been up by eight if you didn't punch it in and there would be. Uh, what about thirty seconds left on the clock, or something like that? Forty? No, there would have been. If, if so, you're saying you're saying if they got it right, right. They call a timeout, and then you you're assuming at that point you just run this. Right, right. So yeah, 
Or probably see, yeah, less. Yeah, you yeah, the, like first 20 seconds, first right? down wins. Yeah, first right, down, right. you either end up scoring a touchdown and you win, or you kick a field goal with like 30 seconds left to go up eight and you win. Right. So if you don't get it like they didn't, you're now uh, Seattle has to go the length 90, of the field. five yards, right? In two minutes. With one timeout? And it, yeah, but a touchdown wins it. Whereas if you kick the field goal, you go up eight. And now they're probably going to have to go 75 yards and then convert the two-point conversion just for overtime. So when you're on the road like that and your defense is as bad as it is, I don't mind going for it. I really don't. I think if you can't get a yard, you know, you don't deserve to win against a, a Seattle team defense that is not very good. So I'm, I'm okay with it all. I didn't like the play call. I hate, you know, stacking the box and just running it. It's just so stupid, but it's so Mike Zimmer. He'll yeah. do that. He he thinks he called the right, or he thinks they called the right play. I know he's not calling. I the think they did too. Team, all you have to, the I forget the running back is because uh, Dalvin Cook Madison. got injured. Madison. Madison, you go left or right. You got a first down. You just, mm-hmm. oh, I see. Yeah. I, I think you make this call a hundred out of hundred times. I think it's completely the right call, especially because you okay. get Seattle on the road the entire game. I, right. I, I think that I, I, you know, I would like to see a sneak more often mm-hmm. than not. I, 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 dude, it blows my mind why people don't just do this. It's, it's yeah, almost impossible to stop, like, a quarterback from getting, like, half a yard. I, I, I just don't understand it. But I agree. even then, I'm like, I saw the play. I'm like, how, how do you not just cut that left or right? Like, you have a first down. I guess your mind's just so set on hitting the hole as hard as possible and pulling forward. But I, I guess. I, I agree. I agree. Um, it helped our teaser, so I'm all good with it. It did. It got us there. And then finally – had the added a late ad for the Tuesday night game. We did not have a spread on the pod, so we didn't talk about it much. But uh, it ended up opening up the Bills minus three and a half, and I saw that was all over the Titans. And the floor is yours now. All right, that's a good card. All right, let's start with Thursday night football for me. Brady to throw an interception, no. Came close a couple times. Not mad about that one. Uh, Montgomery over he doesn't 20. Look good man. No, he looks. He awful. does not look good at all. I, we can only say it so many times. I think. I think if there's going to be a trend from here on out, what we'll do is we will not talk about how bad Brady looks, Breeze looks, or Rivers looks. Instead, we will come only on. talk about if they look good because that will now be the. That will now be. No, the, come on. That we have no material then. <laughs> but at this point, it's expected for them to be bad. So it's almost like we come in here being like, man, oh, man, like the Jets are bad. Like, you know what I mean? Like everyone knows that. Everyone expects that. We will now only talk about them if they surprise us and look good. All right. Can we, wait, can we talk funny about to say, right. Funny to say about three Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Can we, can we talk about them right now then? Just get it out of my system. Mm-hmm. 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 They look awful. They can't throw the ball 20 yards in the air. Breeze has the noodlest arms I've ever seen. Um, he looks terrible. Phillip Rivers – his running ability is not going to be able to help him anymore because he's slow now. Um, mm-hmm. He's always been slow. They they look so bad. I, I just don't – I. what I'm trying to say here is if Tampa Bay just stuck with Jameis or, or like a better quarterback, if the Colts probably just stuck with Jacoby Brissett, I think they would have been better off. Phillip Rivers looks so bad. And I love Phillip Rivers. I'm the biggest Phillip Rivers fan in the world. He looks – so bad, and I feel like he's doing more. He's become like a game manager, but he's like f- he's forty years old, and he's supposed to be better than this. He's got four mm-hmm. touchdowns, five picks already. It, it, he looks awful. They're, they're just a grant. They're like the Jets in two thousand nine with Mark Sanchez. They're just a ground and pound team. 
and hope your quarterback makes a play when you need it. That's and not what you signed Philip Rivers for. No. And the best part about uh, the Brady situation and the Colts situation is that they had a chance to bring in some a guy like Cam Newton. Right, right. You know, uh, a guy like Teddy Bridgewater, who, you know, they were just signing the name. They weren't signing anything else besides the name and, and the resume from, you know, uh, an earlier – from what five years ago, ten years ago, yeah. even like you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's just because the Colts and Bucks have so much talent, and they went with the older quarterbacks who can't use the talent to the full potential. I, I don't get it. Dude, I really if don't. I, but... If I have to watch Tom Brady try to throw a deep ball to Mike Evans again, I'm yeah. just gonna lose it. Yeah. He looks like he's throwing a medicine ball shaped as a football. It's yeah. Oh my. All right. No more of that. All right. So Brady to throw an interception. He did not get it done in prime time for me. Uh, Montgomery hit over 23 and a half receiving yards. And then I had the over. That really sucked because that looked like it was on a great path. That was for the Thursday night. Moving on to Sunday, I went three and two. Uh, it was a pretty good day for me. I had Texans minus five and a half. Funny story about this one. Um, always, take, <laughs> <laughs> always take the team that just fired a coach or is opening up a stadium or – has a family member die on the team and they're all playing for him. All right, that's sabermetrics for you. So I took the Texans on after the podcast on Thursday and I took them again Saturday morning because I forgot I took them on Thursday. Had quite a bit of money on them. They're the worst team to bet on because they just are terrible. They wound up getting it done. God bless Deshaun Watson. Romy Cornell, I guess he did enough. Had Bengals, as Foley alluded to earlier, bad bet. Joe Burrow finally looked like a rookie. Had under Ooh, 46. He looked, he looked bad, man. He, he looked so, so bad. bad. He was just throwing balls into the middle of the field. I don't know what he was doing. And AJ Green has completely given up. He's going to get traded. Oh, my God. Fuck him, dude. I have him, I have him on one fantasy team, and uh, he, oh. he, he just does not want to play. I'm just like, why? He doesn't try. Does not try. Yeah. He got caught on the bench sent, talking to a guy, and you could see that he said he could read his lips. He says, uh, they should trade me or something like that. <laughs> To, what? You're not even trying. No, I don't know. I mean, at this point, I don't. It blows my mind that now is the time where he's like, I don't want to be here anymore. Where it's like, you know, why? Why haven't you gone out of there five years ago? You know what right. I mean? Now is the point where you're like, yeah, yeah man, this is just too I much. I can't do it. It's quarterbacks. He's never had a quarter. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure he caught Palmer at the end, but well, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, I had under in the Colts Browns game. I got such a bad number that I, I just wrote this bet off before it even happened, and I'm happy I did. That never had a chance. DeAndre Hopkins to catch a touchdown. Boom, that hits because the Jets are terrible. It was actually an insane catch by him. I, I that, was, kind of, that was the end of the game, right? Uh, it was like, I think there was like seven minutes left in the fourth quarter, but they weren't really throwing the ball anymore, and they just decided to air it out for that one drive yeah. for some reason. Um, and then I had uh, the teaser, Baltimore, money line, easy. Dallas G-Men, over 41, that hit in the first half, easy. Arizona, plus six, one by 20, easy. Seattle, plus six, had to sweat that one out. But teasers always hit. If you guys want to fade me, fade me. Just don't fade me on my teasers. Because if you give me 13 points and four teams, I'm going to fucking hit it. All right, that's all I got. I also messed up bad. I don't even think AJ Green played with Carson Palmer. Ooh. I think I think when was Andy up? Dalton drafted? Uh, twenty eleven. When was AJ Green drafted? I don't know. Is Dalton a second round pick? 
Yeah, at TCU, Horn Frogs. He was second round. Yeah, so I think they're both taking the same draft, so they came in together. And he started right out, like Andy Golden started right out of a uh, college, right? Yeah, yeah. So okay, so never mind then. Um, but anyways. What was your question? I'm sorry. I was looking up Andy Dalton's uh, stats. No, that wasn't a question. I just said I'm done because I just gave my uh, – oh, I had a ton of money on my on my teaser too, so everybody. So uh, I was up this week. So so I was waiting. The reason I said the floor is yours was I thought you had a Bills rant to go on. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I do. You cooled off a little bit? No, 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 no. Wait. <laughs> I didn't bet on this. So I didn't bring it up. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So I'm going to wait like four weeks for this. Josh Allen – is who we thought he was oh my god he made oh he was so bad and it just made me so happy because all the bills fans like who the fuck super bowl going 16 and 0 no you're not you just lost to the titans and you lost bad that's that's the josh allen we have come to know and love that's the josh allen that you drafted with the terrible accuracy issues at wyoming went to wyoming people forget that I think he'll be fine. No, I, I, in all fairness to the Bills, I think he'll be fine. Uh, you were a little undermanned on defense, obviously. Um, I think you're just a couple Josh Allen non-picks away from, you know, staying in that game. I, I think you guys still look good. But it was just such a breath of fresh air to see the Bills struggle like that because I know they had that in them, and, and they brought it out on a team that hadn't practiced in two weeks. I mean, come on. Be better than we that. can. We can roll that right into the first game on the the slate here. If you want to, uh, the Houston Tennessee. If, Let's do if it. You wanna, I love yeah, Tennessee. So, All right. I love Tennessee. Okay. Okay. You start. All right. I'm on Tennessee minus three and a half. Um, I think I also have them in. Hold on a second. So I'm on Tennessee minus three and a half. I oh, know I don't have them in my teaser. All right. I like the I like the uh, the Titans. I think that I know they're they played on Tuesday, so this is a this is a pretty short week for them. Actually, the shortest week you're probably going to get in the NFL this year. I think they're fine. AJ Brown came back, just slotted in seamlessly. Ryan Tannehill like looks like a legit quarterback, which is just amazing. Uh, I love Mike Vrabel. Derrick Henry's just tossing people like they're just. Uh, I, I don't even know what the metaphor is there. He's just tossing people. I love what they're doing. Defense played well enough. I think they can confuse uh, the show. I, this really comes down to me saying, I think the Texans are terrible. And I think they use kind of that energy from uh, Bill O'Brien getting fired to kind of win that game against the Jaguars, who are just even worse. So I, I think the Titans just roll here. All right. See, I'm on Houston. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> my AirPods back in because they just started dying on me. But so, a couple things here. Let's talk about the the Tennessee game last week that I know for sure you are basing a lot of your judgment on. They played on Tuesday night. Yep. So it's a short week now for them. Mm-hmm. And going into last week, how much time did they have off? Um. They had. I think it was two weeks. I mean, they must have, they had like a bye week. Yeah, they had a bye week. And also the Bills, I don't know if you know this, but the Bills, they were told as of Saturday nightish, Saturday midday, that they were either going to play the Titans on Tuesday night if there were no more negative tests, 
which at that point they've been having, te- they had positive tests. It seems like every day, or if they didn't have all the negative tests, they were going to have to play the chiefs on Thursday night. So you tell me how the hell you're supposed to preparate for anything in that scenario. And then also they were out without, uh, on defense, they were out without their best corner, who is probably the best corner in the league. And then also they were out without Milano. So to me, it was just a horrible spot for the Bills, which I think people are going to overreact to the Titans. I think the Titans, they talked about after the game how disrespected they felt that everyone thinks that the COVID thing is their fault. I don't know if you saw all that. No, they almost rallied around the fact that (laughs) (laughs) they they rallied around that. They rallied around the fact that they're – yeah, they were like, it's us versus the world. They think it's our fault we broke protocol. <laughs> like this and that. So whatever. They're, the emotions were running high at home. It was a tough spot for Buffalo, in my opinion. And the Titans rolled. Now they're going to come over in a short week uh, against a division opponent. They're laying three and a half. And I am on Houston plus three and a half and the over 53. Both of these teams are bottom bottom five in uh, – Pressure created on the defensive end. So both quarterbacks are going to have time. We'll talk about Tennessee in a positive way first. I mean, this offense is running because of Ryan Tannehill. It's not Derrick Henry. Right. He is as, as efficient as possible right now. I don't think people understand that. They probably just see the scores and like, oh, man, Derrick Henry, you know, ground and pound, and then little play action for Tannehill. Dude, dude their not, play actions, I just feel like it's like the best in the league. I'm even like it. Yeah, Derrick Henry's yeah. got the ball, and then Tannehill just pulls it out, and mm-hmm. somebody's wide open. Yep. And so maybe I can talk into the over here because both, <laughs> sure both teams are, are bottom. Yeah, both teams are bottom five and pressure created. Okay. Also, you talked about the the new coach thing. Mm-hmm. I was I a personal bet now on the pot. I, I took a little live money on Jacksonville because I thought Romeo Cornell was a downgrade. And anytime people talk about like motivation, in a sense of like these are professional athletes. Like I, 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 I get a little bit weird, you know, I think it could happen, but, but I, cause I mean, the Titans literally just talked about how they were motivated because they felt disrespected. So I, I question it sometimes. So I looked into it and throughout the recent uh, years, new, a team against the spread with a new coach after a firing is two and eight against the spread. I don't believe that. Okay. You don't believe it. But <laughs> <laughs> so, I thought about it more, and I looked into what the Texans did differently last week. Wait, hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Can you hold on a second? Do you have a stat for mm-hmm. the second game after a coach is hired? No, I do not have that. Okay. But I will tell you this. Yeah. Your logic did make sense, though, because Bill O'Brien was the play caller on the offensive end. When he was canned, they have a new play caller. I couldn't even tell you who it is. But their play action – percentage went through the roof and the deep pass attempts went through the roof. So the firing of Bill O'Brien had a clear effect on what was going on. So I think your, your philosophy going to that game was hundred percent correct with the new coach. You know, I don't think it was a motivational thing, but I do think that the new, the firing had a big effect on it. So with that being said, the new play caller mentioned how he wants to have more deep passes for Watson. We saw cook get way more involved last week. I think the play actions can go through the roof. And once again, I mentioned it five times already. These teams do not generate any pressure. I think both quarterbacks can have a ton of time in the pocket. They're going to be taking deep passes down the field. I'm going to take Houston, getting three and a half in a divisional game with uh, maybe a better offensive philosophy going on in Tennessee with a letdown spot after that big, you know, 
they're from what they were talking about after the game, it seemed like they're goddamn Super Bowl. I don't know why they were so fired up, but I'm gonna take the divisional dog who could even be down 10 slide in that back door with Deshaun Watson, who I think is a top five quarterback in the league and give me the over as well. All right. I'll take the over with you, but I am on Tennessee. Okay. So we're, we're split on that. And then we're both on the over. Um, next up, I got Washington getting three at, in New York against the giants total of 43. I'll start with this one in saying that I have no idea. I, this is why we watch. Yeah, this first thing I think of, right, is you think of Chase Young going up against uh, the Giants rookie tackle. Uh, Definitely. Yep, yep. They're, they're, it's you got to think Chase Young's going to eat him alive. He's going against Thomas, right? He's on the left side? Yep. So, it, advantage Washington there, pressure on Danny Dimes. I mean, what are the, what are the odds on a, a strip sack on Danny Dimes this week? Minus 150? Like that guy gets strip sacked once a week. <laughs> it's just late over under one and a half strip sacks. Dude, I don't understand. Um, why he can't just hand it, like hold onto the ball. Like sometimes they don't no. even like at his own. No. He just like throws it. He's like, Here, yeah. So you think about that. To, as as yours. <laughs> you think about that to start off. I think this Washington defense is not bad at all. I've been saying that every week. I. Even last week against Baltimore, Baltimore started some drives at like the midfield and they were still had to punt. It was very impressive. Uh, the offense gave them nothing to work with last week. So I guess my question to you is, give me a spread for all three quarterbacks they're currently rotating, right? What do you think the spread would be if Haskins played, if Kyle Allen played, or if Alex Smith played? Because right now it's at three, and they have Kyle Allen as a starter. I, all right, I think the lowest it would probably be with Alex Smith. I'd say one and a half. I'd say two with Haskins, and I'd say three with Kyle Allen. So you think you think Kyle Allen's the worst option out of the three of them? Yes. Okay. And you think Alex Smith is the best? Did you watch him play at all last week? No, I didn't. He, I mean, he I can't move. I, I don't know why he played. No, yeah, but that was in the rain. Uh, you got to admit, it's in the rain and it's not a turf field. So, I mean, obviously, you know, people are going to slip and you're going against Aaron Donald. And you think that going to that beautiful turf at MetLife that everyone's complaining about, Alex Smith is going like to be uh, nimble on his for, feet? I, I just feel like you set me up here for failure. <laughs> no, well, I thought you were gonna. <laughs> I was curious to see whether you thought Haskins or Kyle Allen was better, and you just you I threw think it. I was did. honestly not even thinking about Alex Smith, but what? Okay, you so you, you take what Haskins you over. Half. Thinking of all of them, right? I just thought you were. I, I thought it was common knowledge the guy who was leg shattered in thirty pieces was just gonna <laughs> we were just gonna put him near the end. But okay, no, okay. Yeah, you you, I mean, you're the guy that just Alex Smith, come back. You look him. right over motivation, dude. I don't, I just, I don't even know what that word means. <laughs> Yeah. Wait until uh, Ron Rivera gets fired and Alex Smith steps in there. Uh, he's currently the favorite for comeback player of the year, odds-wise, which I think is hilarious. I mean, he's going to um, win it. What, what are his odds? He's how is he going to win it? Because he came back from how is he gonna win losing it? his leg. I mean, he still has to play. He's not even going to play. He just played a half, dude. That's what you need. He played. <laughs> yeah. Something tells me Big Ben's going to take that one home. There's no way. 
You don't think Ben Roethlisberger right now is going to take that home? No, it's, it's going to be Alex Smith, dude. Alex Smith came back. I mean, from, he, he, he was, like, very close to losing his leg and then almost, like, died, I guess, from his infection. And, like, Big Ben. But just, you still need to, like, play. No, you don't, dude. You just need to, like, be there. Yes, you do. No, you just need to be there. <laughs> no, that's not how that works. Yes, it is. Ben Roethlisberger right now, Ben Roethlisberger's QB rating is over 100 on the season after not playing last year. Who cares? Alex Smith played oh, in a game. you're so wrong. Oh, All right. Well, okay. okay. Another mustache <laughs> bet right here. <laughs> Another mustache bet. Who, who, will, who will win comeback player of the year, Alex Smith or Ben It's going to be Alex Smith. Okay. We got another he doesn't even have to play another game this season. That's how confident I am in this. All right. We're, instead of the mustache, we're going to do $50 this one. All right. Yeah, because I right, won that yeah. last one with no money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're the one who said mustache. All right. Deal. All right. Deal. All right. So, and uh, oh, so is, in terms of this game, I, I have no idea. I, yeah. <laughs> it's going to well, be ugly. What about under? You thinking under? I see. I, I originally was leaning under, but then I was thinking about. The strip turnovers. stacks or the or the turnovers, yeah. I just, I just feel like um, it might happen. So I, I don't yeah. know if I go under. I, I would lean under, but I don't know if I actually take it. It's a it's a low total. It yeah, is forty three, right? Yeah, I, I'm leaning it. I'll I, I'll probably end up taking it either that or Washington because I I don't. The spread's at three right now. I, Washington's defense is. is Decent, I think. Decent. Giants can't score, dude. Giants are the worst in the league at scoring. No, they're so bad. And I think Chase Young and that that the pressure they generate is going to just be too much. So I'm leaning Washington getting that three. Um, But nothing yet. But that will most likely be a play on my end. Okay. But, all right, so on to the next one. We got Minnesota at home laying four against Atlanta. Minnesota. Oh yeah. So I have Minnesota in a teaser and a parlay. So but what um, about the new coach? New coach. It doesn't. It doesn't apply to the Falcons. They're two okay. and eight against the spread. Yeah. So. Okay. Two and know. eight against the spread. Oh, you're saying the new coaches? I thought you were saying the Falcons. I was like, they haven't played ten games. <laughs> oh, I actually have the over in this too. Oh my god, I have so many bets on this game. Over fifty-four. Yeah. Okay. So I have the Vikings in a three-team money uh, money line parlay. I have them plus nine in a teaser, and then I have over fifty four. Plus nine. Yeah. What kind of? Well, how many points are you getting in a teaser? Thirteen, bro. 14, they're minus fourteen, thirteen. I don't know what they are. What is that? Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. So they're you're minus right. four. That's yeah. my bad. You're right. That's my bad. My bad. My bad. Yeah. So that's what I have them in. Um, I th- they look pretty good against the, the Seahawks. And then again, I don't think the the Seahawks defense is. God awful. Um, yeah. They look pretty good against them, though. Uh, uh, Atlanta's got a new coach, but I mean, it's still Atlanta. I think the team's given up, as you said last week when I still bet on them. I think the team's <laughs> given up. I, I, they're not good. They're just not good. Nah. And, nah. I mean, Matt Ryan, it almost looks like the. We can almost put him in the uh, Breeze Rivers uh, Brady discussion. Kind of got a new yeah. norm. Seriously. Uh, I, I just like the Vikings right now. I think. I was a little wary on the over because I, I do think that – I think Dalvin Cook's questionable. I don't think he's going to play, but – No, uh, he's not playing. The, yeah, the other guy looked just as good against Seattle. Yeah, Madison's Sorry. good. Madison, yeah. I keep forgetting. Sorry, Madison. Uh, I do think they're going to try to control the clock with the, with the running because they're very good at it. But mm-hmm. I, I still just think both teams can score. I think the Vikings defense is awful. Falcons defense is obviously awful. And then – Hopefully, uh, Matt Ryan, when he's down twenty-one, nothing, will uh, start airing it out. 
Yeah, yeah. I I'm leaning Minnesota here. I just gonna keep fading Atlanta. I don't think that the coach firing, like we talked about, I don't think that has anything to do with it, with motivation wise. Uh, I don't think it does with Atlanta. Although you did hear, I. But then again, yeah, I think. See, I think it would work more in Atlanta's favor because you hear so much about how they gave up on Dan Quinn. You know what I mean? Whereas, like Bill Bryan, I didn't hear as much like giving up on him. But then again, oh, see, you did I didn't say see they. I didn't see they gave up on Dan Quinn because I, I saw that J.J. Watt has like a players-only meeting. Right, right. So, so maybe, you know, once again, when we start talking about this motivational stuff, that's why it's so like, you know what I mean? Who knows if we're right? We'd be totally wrong about all this stuff. I mean, I'm 1-0 um, since the coach got fired, so, I mean, I'm probably right. That is true. That is true. And so you're, you're, selling, you're selling on it. I'm, I'm going to sell on it as well. I'm going to take Minnesota minus four. Uh, you know, Kirk Cousins and that offense. I mean, Justin Jefferson is a beast. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, they Mike Zimmer. I really like him as a coach. I think they're just very disciplined, even when they're not playing well necessarily on game day. I think he's still he plays a simple style where they, they want to establish the run, and unfortunately, they can't play any. They, they can't stop the pass this year, so that that should that helps your over for sure. But I think those young corners with the experience as the years go on, I, not the years. I'm sorry, as the weeks go on, I think they'll start to head towards decent maybe or at yeah. this point decent in, in this NFL is <laughs> not very good at all but you know I think as those young corners get more experience they should be they should round out a little bit Julio Jones at this point what's going on with him is he is he hurt is he playing do we know is who playing Julio yeah uh that's a good question I'm not sure he is hold on let me uh so it's almost like you assume he's just not playing he is Oh no, he's playing. He's playing. Did he play last week? Shit, no, he didn't. He has no okay. injury designation, so. Yeah, Dalvin Cook's out. Okay, so and the corner, a uh, couple corners are out for Vikings. Okay, that's good. To All right, now. so we'll take Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> um, but still, I think the offense is gonna just do enough. Um, I'm haven't locked in Minnesota yet. I'm watching the team total. I want to see where that opens. I think anything, hopefully, less than. I'm thinking if you can get 28 even, I would like that over. Yeah. But I uh, something tells me it's going to open up around probably like, well, yeah, I think 29 and a half. So you're looking for four TDs and then a field goal. So I'm just going to – I got to decide between Minnesota or the, the team total, but I'll be on Minnesota in some shape or form. All right. All right. Next one we got Carolina at home hosting the Bears. I'm going to start by saying that I am leaning Chicago, but I'm not taking anything here. I'm staying away. All right, so I took Carolina. I don't have a lot behind this. I just like this Carolina team, so I just feel like I should take them. <laughs> That's all I got. Now, do you feel like you're, you might be – you know, I've been telling you Carolina the past two weeks now. You think you're kind of getting on the, the bandwagon a little bit late here? You don't think maybe it's a little bit – pick them against Chicago for Carolina team. That's – a four and one Chicago team. That's the only you know. I yeah, Chicago but I don't. Because... I don't think Chicago's that good. Okay. I I just I, I like what Carolina's doing. I, I think Joe Brady and, and Teddy Bridgewater are a very good mix right now. And mm-hmm. Robbie Anderson, the Jets cast off, is just having a fucking career year. Um, right. I just like what they're doing, man. And I I don't think Chicago's yeah. that good. I mean, I think, I think as you said earlier, if Brady didn't 
well, he didn't throw the pick, but it was that, you know, fumble. I mean, I, th- I think Chicago might have got blown out because they scored twice in a minute 26 at the end of the half. I mean, right, right. without that, I mean, they're getting blown out. I, I don't know. I, I just like Carolina right now because I, I missed on the but, last two weeks, yeah. Yeah, I so I'm playing in Chicago. Just I think everyone, kind of like we just said, I think everyone's going to be a little late to the party here in Carolina, a team that, you know, no one was high on coming into the year, first two weeks lost, and then now I think they had two good wins. But when you look at it, really, who who they beat? They beat – Atlanta, who we just talked about how much we don't think they're good, right? And yep. the week before that, they took down the Cardinals, who, you know, we'll talk to them, talk about them at some point, but so actually they won three straight weeks too. It was the Chargers, the Cardinals, and the Falcons. So three straight weeks of winning, not against, not anything. It, it's impressive, don't get me wrong. And they've looked impressive, but, you know, nothing too crazy. Uh, the Bears four and one now. Nick Foles, you, you like Nick Foles at all or no? No. Okay. All right. I, don't, I, 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 I just don't I, like his. I don't like his throwing motion or the way he like walks. I mean, <laughs> so, so you, so you think you think Carolina, the market's still not caught up on Carolina, rather than it's. No, I think I think it may be, but. You think it's a, a good line? Yeah, I think like it's a, probably a fair line. Yeah. Okay. But I, 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 just, right. I you know, I just want to root for Carolina. Yeah, you want to you want to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah they're a fun go. team. They're a fun team, dude. And I love how Mike Davis has been more efficient than McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean, I don't like that because I have McCaffrey on my team, but yeah, that too. He's no Jimmy Robinson, but he'll do. So you're on. You're on Carolina. All right. Yeah. So right. So okay. I like that. I, I don't hate it. I'm not. I'm not on anything. I guess I just. I get nervous. That's the way I think, which isn't the right way to think, is that I just think when a team that's a little bit underrated has three winning weeks in a row, that it's like, oh, man. Like, you know what I mean? Now everyone – Yeah, because they went 320 like, days without a victory before this. Right, right. <laughs> that's It scares me. But I, I I see where you're coming from. Next, we got Jacksonville hosting Detroit. Jacksonville's catching three and a half with a total of 54 and a half. I'm going to start off by saying if there is a coach that is on the hot seat more than our man, over in Detroit, I, I'd like to hear it because I think – oh, Adam Gase maybe. I think Patricia though. I no, I think it's Patricia just because the Jets ownership yeah, is so incompetent yeah, okay. that they would have okay. <laughs> been fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. Yeah, so I think Patricia knows this. He's a smart guy. He's, a, he's an engineer. He's a, what is he, a rocket scientist? What the fuck mm-hmm. do they say he is? Mm-hmm. Whatever the hell he is. He's the smartest guy. He's a rocket he knows scientist. he's a Nazi. He has to come out and lay the fucking wood, man. He's he's got to win big this week. <laughs> you cannot let this Jacksonville team. You think he's got to win see. big? I think he just has to win. No, he's got to win big, man. He's got a Matt Stafford in this offense that people still think they're slinging it around. They're not. I really don't think they are. They 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 have to come in and win big. Jacksonville is allowing. I think it's like seven yards per play, which is. We talked a couple weeks ago about how, oh, Jacksonville's defense is actually not that bad. Oh, man, we were wrong about that. We were wrong about that. (laughs) This defense is bad. And Detroit should have a good enough offense. Laying three and a half here on the road is tough. It's division. But you know what? I'm reverting back to Jacksonville that we thought they were going to tank before the year. Give me Detroit here. Minus three I have currently. I'm not sure what you're showing. I locked in minus three, rather, I should say. Minus three. 
Okay. So give me the three. I think, once again, you've got to – if he doesn't win this and he doesn't win this big, he's, it's done. It's over. And he knows that it's – they should not have a hard time with Jacksonville, man. This team is not good. So I thought about the first half angle, like we've been doing a little bit, but I think that kind of negates the idea of you have to win big. I just think end of the game, you know, Stafford's going to be fucking slinging it. I think that they're going to try to get this the, the morale on this team up, and so give me Detroit lane the three there. All right, yeah, I like that. I have them in – they're another part of my money line parlay. Um, so mm-hmm. I do like the lines as well. I, I like that. I like getting rid of the points there, the three and a half. Yeah, they're minus 155. Um, mm-hmm. I'll just – you know what? I'll just round out the last part of that part. Like yeah, the Rams yeah, right. Money line. So I have Rams, Lions, and – Ooh, okay. What did I say, the Vikings? Yeah. Oh, Rams, so you have a three-team money line parlay. Yeah, three-team money line parlay. Uh, Rams, Vikings, Lions, 25 to win 75. So that's what and you have the Vikings in your teaser as well, the 13 team. Yes. Okay. Did not mean um, So – I, I like to keep them separate. Did not really. Yeah, that. me too. But hopefully. They... <laughs> All right. So, and what you you just think Jacksonville stinks, and Detroit's coming off the bye, extra time to prepare. Yeah. So Is that kind of where we're at. Bye. Uh, they played competitive against New Orleans. They should have. You know, I don't even think that means a lot anymore, to be honest. Because I think New Orleans sucks. Right. But um, I think Jacksonville's terrible. They're in the bottom 10, I think, in points scored and, and points allowed. I know the mm-hmm. Lions are giving up. I, I, mean, I think they're behind the Cowboys as the only team that's given up more than, like, 30 points a game right now. But mm-hmm. I was thinking the over, but at the same time, I don't think that – I don't know if the Jags can score enough because they're just, they're just so bad on offense. They want to run the ball. And Shark, he left the game. Is he playing? I should have brought that up. Uh, I don't know. He left it again, right? With the chest or whatever injury it is? Ankle. Ankle. This is ankle again. Let me bring uh, it up here. Yeah, yeah, you bring it up. But, yeah, so I, I I agree with you, too. I think Patricia's seat is extremely hot. I'm watching uh, Julio Jones' defensive pilot reel right now. This guy can tackle. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Someone posted that on fucking Instagram. Um, Chark is questionable, which I believe questionable means there's a – 70% chance you play. I think that's the official um, what you're supposed to base it on. Okay. Um, you think teams are telling I the truth? I think you have to, right? Well, there's no doubtful. There's no problem anymore. So, yeah. Oh, um, they got rid of them? I, I didn't even fucking know that. Yeah, they got rid of this three years ago. What? Yeah. Oh, boy. That's on me. That dude, how'd you miss so that, dude? There's no... <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I, I usually just like read whether or not people think they're going to play not so much the uh the official listing i usually see like did they practice or not you know yeah um, yeah they got rid of probable and doubtful yeah <laughs> wow where have yeah. you been <laughs> probable was the best probable was the best because yeah, like probably. they'd be like you're probable and then the guy wouldn't play so maybe that's why the questionable is so high now it's a 70 percent. that's why it's so high. right most most guys are questionable now because it's like gotcha. questionable okay. or out or doubt <laughs> But they're still actually. No, I think they're still no doubtful. Doubtful? Is there doubtful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. definitely got what rid of saying? probable. So, all right, they definitely got rid of probable. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say because I've seen doubtful. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, okay, you're right. So. No, because uh, Fournette was doubtful, and he wound up playing, but he played like a yeah. Snap. Yeah, there was doubtful because Darius Leonard in that game. Was doubtful. Okay, all right. That makes me right. feel a little bit better. All right. So um, where were we? That's 
Yeah, so um, we were just talking about the Detroit game, and Shark's out. Shark is questionable, so he'll probably play, but he's not 100%. Right. You know, not Jacksonville team. I think people kind of overreacted to when they beat the Colts and then they almost beat the Titans, but that was more of a early season, we're going to go 100%, prove people wrong type of attitude that now they're just getting exposed. Detroit, coach on the hot seat. If if they don't cover, if they don't win, then you know what? Take my money. I just love Stafford too, dude. I've I've been to like a closet Stafford fan for a while now. I just I like him a lot. Okay. Okay. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um and you know what? I've I've thought about it. I'm gonna take Chicago. I'm gonna take the Bears. Okay. Add that to my um I'm gonna go against it there. Should we write these down while we like say them? Because I feel like I say a lot of shit and then like come Sunday I'm not well, actually taking these bets. Oh, actually, yeah, I, I already I, took I all my bets, so I'm, I'm all good. Yeah, I write them down, and especially the one v one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Chicago with extra rest off Thursday night, and I know this is so bad to circle back, but I, I, the more I think about it, give me them. I'll take them. I'll add okay. them I'm having. To, I don't, I don't love this slate as much as you do, so I, I'm gonna have to find reasons to take it. And the your reasoning on Carolina was enough to push me over to Chicago. There wasn't much reasoning. But yeah, <laughs> no, it was just I, they, they look good lately. I like so their jersey there. colors. I and I'm purposely going to leave Green Bay, Tampa Bay into the last game we talked about because I think we got a lot to say about that. Um, but anyway, next game coming up, we got Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's lane currently, I have three and a half. What are you showing? I have three it's and been a half as high as, well. as yeah, it's been as high as four and as low as three. I'll start because yeah, I go I ahead because I don't have much for this one. I'm on Pittsburgh. Okay. Um, I'm, and I hate doing this because it's, it's kind of dumb, but I got three. If you're at three and a half, I would buy it down to three. Um, and my reasoning is first off, we'll talk about Brown's current situation. Uh, Baker's banged up. He has, uh, hurt his ribs really bad. I don't know if you saw that at the end of the game. Oh no, you, you already said you missed the end of the Browns game, but he got hit, man. Hard. I saw he was getting x-rays or something on it, right? Yeah, it was negative, but you know what I mean? Do this cartilage in there? Like, I don't, I don't understand when you like, negative x-rays. Like, yeah, I would hope he didn't break his ribs or he'd be done for, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like broken ribs are no joke. He, he threw the ball once after getting hit in the ribs. And the one time he threw it, he, he winced and grabbed his midsection. That's not good. OBJ went home with an illness. That's not good. I saw right that, off the bat. Yeah. And we're talking about Pittsburgh who has been on fire. Like they, dude, they, have they been on fire? Though? They're no joke. The Browns. I mean, what's their record? Aren't they undefeated? I mean, there's something to be said about a team that still hasn't hit their full potential, and they're still just winning games. Dude. That's fair. You know what that's I mean? Fair. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, you know they they just rattling off wins, man. And that defense and offense offense is starting to click more. I, I got to start defense coming back on that good. take. No, it does not look good. But if there was a week to get it going, uh, the yeah. Browns were without their uh, guard. Was it Zeller? Okay. Is that his fucking name? Uh, um, dude, I, you're, you're thinking of the line guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and uh, Hurt Baker, they're going to try to run the ball. I do, th- you know, the run is something. I think the Steelers, hopefully, I know they let up a big run to Miles Sanders. But, you know, hopefully. Yeah, but that, you know, that, that's probably they, just a misassignment. You know, that's not a. Uh, yes, a exactly. Thing. Exactly. Exactly. Anytime you have a 75 yard run, it's kind of like, all right, that's how much yeah, do you like take that into account? Up, but, but like it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at home as well. So you're telling me, you know, how, how many points? We've talked about this a lot. How many points do you give an offensive team? I would say one and a half. 
maybe two in their advantage. Yep. So with so, that, so you're saying on a neutral ground, home, right? Yeah. So on a neutral ground, you're saying the Steelers only are a point favorite over no. the Browns. I don't think that's right. We so fans, if you're going to lay, still, I would, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. With travel and whatnot. So yep. give me the Steelers here. Uh, I think the Browns bandwagon is riding a little bit too high here. People are going to think that's too many for a divisional game with both teams looking good. I'm going to take the Steelers here. All right. I'm going to ring this consensus bell right here. Cause you just talked me to the Steelers. I'm going to take them as well. Minus three and a half. Mm-hmm. I like you're going to lay, you're going to buy the point or you're going to lay the, lay the, lay the half point over the field goal. I'm going to go three and a half. I think they still get it. Okay. Done. okay. Um, I didn't realize Baker was hurt rib injury. Dude, if you get hit there again, it's very hard to protect that area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got to wear those bulky ass pads that Donald had when he had mono. Uh, yeah, who's their, who's their backup? Uh, Brown's backup. I have no idea. Someone tells me they got like a veteran in there, like a sneaky. Uh, he's still not gonna be better than Baker, but uh, dude, if he if he gets Case Keenum, Case Keenum. Oh, <laughs> uh oh. Actually, that's maybe, not too maybe bad. Baker play. No, it's not at all. I don't <laughs> like Baker. I don't think Baker's good at all. I'm not sold on. I don't know where you stand on. I, I no. no, I think he. Um, I don't know if you follow Dan Orvlovsky on Twitter. I do. So he he like makes a couple of videos about Baker breaking everything down, and he positive makes or negative. Uh, ne- uh, well, negative into positive. He said it's just coaching, but he makes a lot of videos where it's just fundamentals. Where like, um, it's a it's supposed to be a three step drop. He he winds up going four, and then the timing of the throw is completely off, so he misses the throw. He makes like a ton of those where it just seems like it's an, it's an easy fix from coaching or, or just keep doing it, and he doesn't seem to do it. So I'm not sold on him either. I don't know if he's not working it enough, if he hasn't had the right coaching, or if he's just too stubborn to kind of figure that out. But I, I like Dan a lot, so I, I like follow him a lot on what he says. And he's just saying, he's a big Darnold guy. <laughs> no, no, not even that. Well, I mean, that's nice, but honestly, I'm kind of done with Donald too anymore. But um, oh, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, I, I just like what he, I feel like he's a, he's a very good um, guy of breaking down X and O's without making you feel like you had to play football to understand it. So that, that's right. what I'm saying. I think he's, I think Baker's bad with fundamentals. I mean, I think he misses a ton of throws, but he does have that, that kind of scrambling ability where he can make plays when you need him to. But I like the Steelers in this one. If his ribs are hurt, dude, I mean, that, that's going to bother you the entire game. Yeah, I I, I agree 100%. I think uh, Browns have a ton of talent, but, you know, I think they executed perfectly last week against the Colts, man. I, I can't say enough about Stefanski, but I, I don't think they are good enough or you, you should have any reason to believe they're now going to go, you know, what would it be? How many weeks in a row would it be perfectly executing what they're doing? They, they, they rattled off a few Four good weeks. wins here. Yeah, and I wouldn't even – I guess I should – I wouldn't – they I, they crushed the Cowboys. They perfectly executed there, yep. perfectly executed against the um, the Colts. Yep. And and I would say, yeah, Washington, they did it as well. So three straight weeks, um, maybe even four if you got that Bengals game, I would say, yeah. So, you know what, maybe there's something going. The way they went three straight weeks of running the ball and then flipped it and started throwing more was just – it's good, man. I mean, Stefanski has been impressive. So if he comes out and do- keeps doing what he's doing, I would be, I will be all in on the Browns moving forward. But for now, I'm going to take the Steelers here. I'm just going to say that it's it's too much to go on the road to Pittsburgh with what they're doing and getting it done with the injuries they have. All right, let me bring up two more points about this that I want to ask you about. 
Okay. Uh, the first one being, do you think Miles Garrett coming back means anything to this game? And the second thing being, do you think Mike Tomlin is like a top five coach in the league? Right. So Miles Garrett, yes, hundred percent. I think um, he's got to be the top pass rusher. Would you agree with that in the league? Um, it's him and Aaron Donald, and it's one of them. Right. So I, I would say edge-wise, it's got to be him. So edge-wise, yes, yeah, does. yeah, him. Yep. The only thing is just that that offense for the Pittsburgh is so. There's so many different ways to beat you that I, I think they can. They they know it. You know what I mean? It's not like Garrett's going to catch them by surprise. They um. They'll they'll give a help on that side. You know what I mean? And then catch a few screens to Ebron off the tight end. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they know what they're doing on that end. So yes, it does definitely is a big boost for the Browns, but I just think maybe not necessarily this week as much as other weeks. Obviously, because I'm on the Pittsburgh, maybe I'm just kind of biased. But and then moving forward with with Tomlin, it's a top five coach. So I guess you have Belichick, right? Then you got. Andy Reid, McVeigh, I would take over him. Shanahan, I'd take over him. Lafleur looks like he knows what the fuck he's doing. You got to be honest. Um, Harbaugh in Baltimore. No, I wouldn't say top five. But last year, funny enough, I I placed a big wager on him. Not big wager. I'm sorry. A big. payout rather not as much what I laid down for coach of the year because when they lost Bell and stuff and things looked like they were trending downhill but when you look at what they do as a, as a franchise it's unbelievable just the receivers they build and, and they, they develop it it's crazy and defensively they have so much talent so I, I laid that and I was a year too early because it looks like now he's got to be the one of the front runners right yeah I would imagine yeah and so I was a little bit early on that which sucks but I'm, a, I'm. I think he just does what has to be done, man. I, I think he's kind of like Mike Zimmer, where he's just solid, man. He's just solid. He's nothing special. So I'm not. He's not top five. But when you have a team with so much talent like that, you don't need to be special. You just can't fuck it up, and he doesn't fuck it up. He's never been a coach to fuck it up, you know. Yeah, I and I think there's something to be said about that. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, th- I think he's one of the top. I, I think he. He juggles egos better than probably any coach in the league, besides maybe Belichick. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he does half of it. Like he had Antonio Brown and Le'Veon on the team at the same time, and didn't I, hear a word. And he had uh, Martavis Bryant too. I mean, just an incredible cast of characters there. Yeah, uh, he managed all. That. And then what he did last year, I think he's a great coach. But uh, yeah, I don't think I think. Uh, Miles Garrett coming back. I don't think they let him near Big Ben. I think they throw mm-hmm. double team, triple team, whatever you like, right. chip, right. whatever you need to do. I don't think he gets right. near him. And I'd be very interested to see what Miles Garrett does if he does sack Big Ben, because I want, <laughs> I want to see blood. <laughs> hey, I hear you. Is Mason um, Rudolph still in the uh, Steelers? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so he'll be there. Has to be right. Put him There's in for no a play. That would be sick. Um, all right. Next up, we got – we're moving on to Cincy at Indy, which has been pulled for me. I don't know about you. Oh, really? Yeah, I think uh, – I put this bet in earlier today. I'm on Cincy. Who had COVID? Eight. Someone had COVID. 
Uh, it I was since uh, no, it was uh, Indianapolis, but it was four uh, false positives. Okay. Okay. Oh. 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 So I, I did not know that. Okay. So that's good. So you're on Cincy plus eight. I have the line I again. It's seven and a half. I, I got it at eight earlier today. Okay. You you can start with this one. Okay. Um, I just think so. I have the Bengals plus eight here. I took this. Um, I think that. I mean, you couldn't really look worse than Joe Burrow did against the Ravens last week, mm-hmm. and. I mean, they did get blown out, but there was the fumble six, a few turnovers that the Ravens turned into points. I don't think the Colts are that good. I think they – I just think Joe Burrow can keep this close. Um, I think the Colts are just going to try to run the ball and play action off Phil Rivers whenever they can, which is just kind of a boring way to just go about it. Um, I think – I don't think the Colts are that good. I don't. The defense is is decent. They're good against the run, which obviously I think the Bengals are going to try to do. Hopefully they just let Joe uh, air it out. Hopefully A.J. Green isn't playing, so he can't just stop a route and just lead to a pick. I, I think ultimately um, Joe Burrow gets this done. I think he covers the eight. I don't think they win. I think they cover the eight. Uh, I'm hoping Phil Rivers throws a couple pick sixes because that one against the Browns last week was just something you don't throw in high school. Mm-hmm. That's what I got. I, it, it's more of I, I think it's more of an overreaction to how bad the Bengals looked than how bad the Colts looked. Yeah. So when I look at this one, I mean, like I said, the Colts are getting the left tackle back. He's now questionable, but he's been practicing, so he's going to be back. I think Colts are going to dominate that line of scrimmage, man. I think they're yeah. going to run the ball. They're going to just – both teams didn't look good last week, but, I mean, goddamn. We're not going to act like since he's going to win this one. No. Um, so, in a roundabout way, I, I'm going to tease Indy down. I'm going to just okay. take out any of the variables because you're right. Eight points is a lot for this Indy team. Um, so, I'm just going to look past all that. Tease Indy down. Uh, I'll, I'll find a, a different half of that. I think that um, since he's not good, man. And like you said, since he's not going to be able to run the ball, most likely, so they're going to throw the ball a lot. And they should be able to, but, you know, you're asking a rookie quarterback to do that. Right. A little bit scary. A little bit scary. But I, I eight point, at, the, at the same time, I, I, so I'm taking Indy in a teaser. But if I was to take the spread, I would definitely not lay eight points with Indianapolis. So I just, I just like uh, Joe Burrow, dude. I think, he's, I think he's one of those guys that faces adversity well. I know he didn't really face I mean, any college I mean, as he's, much. He's probably the old. Probably the oldest rookie to fucking play quarterback, right? Yeah, he's 23, yeah, but he's old. Where's he older than Lamar Jackson no, and Sam Donald? He's, he's older. He, he's older than that, right? Uh, well, he when he was drafted, he was 23. Turning 24. Turning, yeah, so he's turning 24 during the season. So that's it was. It was, it was the rookie. second time in uh, history that the Heisman winner <laughs> was older than the NFL MVP, <laughs> which is just so, so funny. I, I lean your way, but I'm gonna, I'm going to tease Indy down here because I okay. think um, they get it done easily. Do you think the under hits? Because that was the other thing I was leaning. I just don't know if I can pull the trigger on it. Because I agree with you, I think Indy dominates lines of scrimmage. I just I, I get nervous if they do it too well, and then since you can just throw around in garbage time. Was it forty? I think it's forty six, forty six and a half. So now the only thing that scares me is, is so, so you're saying you like the under, and, and I see where you're coming from with yeah. the idea that run the, you know, Indy runs the ball, controls the line of scrimmage, plays good D, 
Cincy. Uh, I guess the only thing that scares me is Indy has had no problem scoring really this year. So you got to think they're scoring a lot, right? Yeah. And if Cincy is behind, they're, and like you said, they're going to have to throw the ball. That's not a recipe for an under, I don't think. That's the only thing. Because if since he's throwing the ball a lot and they can't even establish the run at all, then, you know, and you have a rookie quarterback, you're talking about maybe turnovers and, or if he's successful at it, they're moving the ball with the pass. Uh, I'm, I would have to stay away. I don't honestly probably lean over in a way. That's a recipe at 46. Okay. That's a recipe for, that's a recipe for an over, I think, but I'm, I'm not getting involved there. Okay. All right. Uh, well, next yeah. we got Baltimore at Philly. Philly's, Catching eight at home, total of 47 and a half. Oh, all right, uh, leave this off here because I got to pour myself a glass of wine. All right, all right. So, this is the other half of my teaser. I'm teasing Baltimore down, making it simple here. I, I want no part of Philly at all anytime soon. And, you know, Baltimore. They've been, even their road games seem to be like around the corner, right? Has Baltimore traveled at all? You're probably not going to know that off the top of your head. Let me pull it up. It seems like every away game for the Ravens has been fairly close. Um, last week, they were at Cincy, Ohio. Not that bad of a trip. This week, they're in Philly. Not a bad trip. Next week, they're at Pittsburgh. Not a bad trip. And they were in Washington two weeks ago. So I've never seen it. That's a nice little It is a nice little schedule. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? They're not they're not traveling much on these away games. Uh, so I definitely lean uh, Pitt, uh, I'm sorry, I lean Philly here. I'm, oh, I'm losing my mind. Leaving Baltimore here, minus eight. But at this point when it's more than a touchdown. Oh, I had know, the line at nine just, and a half. Oh, is that I, I have eight. So I wrote these down about an hour before the pod started. Is it up to nine and a half already? Yeah, it's nine and a half right now. Yeah, you're right. Holy shit. Um, I understand why, but I'm just going to... Fuck. So that's, I haven't put my teaser in yet, so I... All right, that's going to have to be a seven-point teaser. So that's that's a... Normally, my teaser is six and a half. That's going to have to be a seven because I, I got to get that down to under three. That yep. sucks. Fuck me. Um, God damn it. Okay, so it's going to be Indy minus one and then Baltimore minus two and a half on that teaser. Okay. I just think, um, you know, we, we've talked so much about Philly, not much to be said. Baltimore's on the road, but it's not really too bad of a road trip, especially with no fans. So give me Baltimore here. Uh, they, they dominated the um, – who was it? Who they dominated Bengals. last week? Cincy. Yeah, dominated Cincy last week in a spot that I thought maybe Cincy could – stay within 14 points they couldn't so just you know regular season baltimore gets a bad team just ride them yeah. i'm gonna take away the points though so. yeah i'm not, really I'm not gonna touch this game um yeah you know i i tend to lean towards your assessment of this i i just i, I don't i think philly's not good mm-hmm. i just I, the fact that they have worse receivers than the Jets is just mind-blowing to me. It really mm-hmm. is. They have nobody. Uh, they just have Sanders, Ertz, and Greg Ward. Actually, Dude, dude Ertz is washed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is, it's a contract year trash, for him, too. Which is, it's a contract year, which is unbelievable to me. That he's yeah, not really trying everything. But 
yeah, I, I don't, I don't like the Eagles. Um, it's a big number on the road, but the Ravens can do it. I mean, as you said, that they just beat up on kind of shitty teams. So mm-hmm. I, would, I would lean Ravens. I'm not going to take anything, but I would lean Ravens. Okay. Next game, and I love this game. We got Denver at New England. Now, I think the Patriots just had COVID positive tests. So I, I put this bet in. God knows if it's going to go through. Um, I got Pats minus nine. Okay. I don't know what's going on with anything regarding, uh, you know, the, the COVID with the Pats now. So we got to wait and see. Total of 44 and a half. I mean, my reasoning here is that you – you got a New England team who had it coming off a bye against just a depleted Denver team. I Drew Locke is supposed to come back. I don't think, you know, that's going to be enough. You know what I mean? I, what's the injury report looking like for the Broncos? I mean, that defense is just decimated. I don't know, but I, the apparently the player that had COVID on the Patriots was their center. <laughs> David Andrews? Uh, James Ferrand. So is that the backup center? So now they're going to have the third string in there. Holy moly. Um, so that, that's not good, but uh, all right, we'll see. We got to monitor that, but right now I'm on new England. I mean that the Broncos have, I believe the worst, if not one of the worst um, run defenses in the league. And that's what new England wants to do to you, man. They want to just pound you and pound you. I think uh, coming off the bye, man, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's kind of like that Week One game against Miami where they're just gonna suffocate him with the run, just run it down their throat. Cam will be back. I think uh, I'm gonna lay anything, anything less than two touchdowns. I was gonna lay with New England. So when I saw less than ten, I was pumped. I got on that right away. That was my first bet of the week. Uh, Drew Lock coming back, yeah, but I, I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna act like Drew Lock is anything crazy. You know what I mean? And and God forbid, you know, he can't. I'm assuming he's not 100. percent so, you know, just New England all day here for me. Yeah, I am with you on that. I am on New England uh, minus nine and a half. Um, I, yeah, I think they just dominate Denver. Yeah. I think anytime you give Belichick, you know, a few extra days slash a week of preparation, I think he gets it done. I think Cam's back, obviously, so that's good. I like this so much that I also put New England in my teaser at plus three and a half. So I have them uh, double. So everything I said I wouldn't do, I've done this week with the Vikings in a uh, money line parlay, a teaser, and I put the Patriots spread and in a teaser. I, I if this game gets played, I can't see, I can't see the Patriots not just dominating them. I mean, yeah, yeah, I agree. I, uh, the Broncos are not good. No. And, and a Belichick versus Vic Fangio matchup. That's yep. what dreams are made of. And, and um, uh, the Patriots defense looked great against the Chiefs again, which was a very welcome sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, next we got the and, – and, and now just to clarify, both the Broncos and Pats had a bye last week? Correct. So if this okay. game gets canceled, there's going to be some – Problems. Problems. <laughs> okay. We get that week. Um, they canceled the Pro Bowl, so they do have that week after – uh, week 17. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it goes there, which I assume our bets get canceled, but we'll see. All right. Next, we got the Jets at Miami. Are, is that correct? No, 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 no. Yes, I think they're at Miami. They're at Miami. Okay. Yep. Um, I got the Dolphins right now laying nine and a half, total of 47. Uh, I got, <laughs> I couldn't have less of an input on a game than this. I mean, it's too many points against the Jets, but I'm not betting the Jets. So, you know, 
you, you do what you want here. Yeah, I took the over 47. Um, okay. Flacco's playing, right? Darnold's out. Yeah. Perriman might be back. Uh, I think, in a sense, I just need the Jets to score 17 points because I think the Dolphins can score over 30. So that was kind of my okay. thinking here. Uh, I think, yeah, I think the Jets are just a dumpster fire. I just mm-hmm. Dolphins look great against San Fran, which I don't think San Fran is that good this year, but they look great on the road. Coming back home, I think revenge game for Fitzmagic. I don't think they even try to run the ball. I think they just throw the ball every play. And I think that you can obviously exploit this Jets defense if you want to call it a defense through the air, as Kyler did last week with, I think it was a 411 yards through the air. So mm-hmm. I think, and I don't think the Dolphins are scared of just running the, the uh, score up. Cause I mean, why wouldn't you? I agree. I, and, I have biggest, I guess, are you, I'm sorry. Uh, and uh, Gase is still the coach, which is just mind blowing to me. I'm fully bought into the idea that we want the number one pick. So we're just going to keep mm-hmm. Gase along because no one wants to play for him, which mm-hmm. I'd be okay with. Uh, there's no way he has a job after this year if he even makes it that long. Flacco is – well, Flacco's 8-0 against the Dolphins, which was okay. funny to me. But the Jets are 0-5. They're 0-5 against the spread. They've lost every game by more than one possession. I mean – it doesn't get much worse than that, and that's where the Jets are at right now. No. They have um, the worst against the spread differential in the league. I think it's minus 20. So how that works is like last week – I think it's minus 20. It might even be more. Like, so like last week they were plus seven. Whatever the amount of points they lost by more than seven is what adds to that, and they have the worst in the league. Yeah, that um, makes sense. There's no, no reason to bet on them. I mean no. – but Miami has no business. I mean, it gets to 10 points, and honestly, like, I might have to – I might just bet the Jets and don't even look at the score. Like an emotionless like an emotionless bet, just more than 10 points with the Dolphins land is crazy. Uh, but anything under the 10, I'm not going to look at. So that's something. Um, yeah, I'm just hoping – I'm hoping that Fitzpatrick throws a pick six. I think that would probably help. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Le'Veon's gone too, which – God bless Le'Veon. Just get out of that fucking mess of a situation. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Gay said he, it's irrelevant that mm-hmm. that someone asked him, "Did you did you feel like you didn't use him?" Or he's like, "It's irrelevant now." I'm like, "You're such a fucking idiot. How does this guy have a job? Give us Trevor about, Lawrence and Benemy. <laughs> how about how about a, a little prop bet, Frank Gore over the amount of rush attempts? Because it seems like that's what's going to happen here. He's going to run the ball 25 times. Um, see, I'm not sure about that because. Gase said this week also <laughs> Gay said this week um Lamichael P. Ryan should have a heavy dose of, of uh rushes. I don't know. Okay. I mean okay. he said every week he's gonna try to get Le'Veon involved in the passing game and he had one target last week for seven yards. But I don't I I would tend I mean it's a Frank Gore revenge game too, right? He was on the Dolphins. He's been on every team, but <laughs> So you got a and a revenge game. You got a Fitzpatrick revenge game. It's the revenge game all around. I would tend to lean Frank Gore because I mean they'll be down thirty points. He's still getting second oh, yeah. and ten runs uh, in the fourth quarter. So that's always probably a good sign for. Oh that. yeah. What what is the number? Do you have the number? No, they they don't put that kind of stuff out until um. Oh, that's right. The like day with the, with the yeah. player props. Yeah. Yeah, but um. 
anything. I mean, if you can catch a, a nine and a half, Oh, rush yeah, you slam that. You slam that. Yeah, I mean, he, I was, he's going to run the ball. probably around 13, times. 14 and a half. Yeah, I, I was thinking you got to think they're behind. When you're a 10-point underdog, your running back prop attempts is going to be low because you're going to be throwing the ball. But Well, with I, every team besides I, the Jets because Gase just lost yeah. Frank Gore. And with a team like a Dolphins, I'm not so sure the Jets don't at least like go out to like a – you know what I mean? Like, I, I, you know, whatever. I, I wouldn't say lead, but I don't think, I don't, they shouldn't have too much trouble. Scoring. Shouldn't be blown out. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um. So I'll keep an eye on that. It'll be a funny one. But um, I'm going to skip this next game because I want to talk about it last. So next we have the Rams at San Fran. Rams are laying three, total of 51 and a half. Um, I'll start off just because I, I have nothing here. Um, San Fran's in shambles on defense. It sucks. They, they're, tr- they're trying all these different things. You can see it with trying to get pressure on the quarterback but not getting torched on defense. There's so many injuries. I mean, I don't think anyone on that defensive line – is healthy, right? Uh, I don't know what's yeah. going on there. It's it sucks. It really does. And Jimmy they lost G, Bosa yeah. and the other guy uh, at the Jets and back to back plays, which is just unbelievable. But yeah, they lost yeah. So so do they have Nick Bosa's gone? Solomon Thomas playing? No, I think he was the other one that got hurt. He's the one who got hurt. And what about D Ford? He is playing. He played last week. Okay, so D Ford is playing, and then um, who's the fourth guy they got over there? Um, I'm trying to fucking blank. It was. Uh, let me pull it up now. So it's Bosa and Thomas are gone. You're saying D four play last week. Quan Alexander is gone. No, so oh, Quan Alexander got hurt. It was Alexander or Thomas. Dude, dude, they and Zeke Zeke Ansa is gone. Okay. So Ansa's gone. Ford's gone. He's on the IR. Ford. Thomas is on the IR. And Quan Alexander's out, and Nick Bosa's oh my gone. God. All right. I mean, it is just a tragedy, dude. It is. It it sucks because they're a good team, good coach, and everything. Uh, on the offensive end, they got Debo Samuel back and George Kittle back. So you know what, man? I'm gonna as we talk about, it, I'm gonna take the over. Uh, I just talked myself into it there just by looking at the injury report. I think uh, Jimmy G comes to play at home on prime time. Uh, they're gonna be running the ball, which I guess doesn't help the over. But they're a team that seems to run the ball for a 70-yard touchdown when they run the ball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Mostert's back. Um, Mostert, Samuel, and Kittle all back. Jimmy G's back. So hey, if there's ever gonna be a shootout for the San Fran team, it's gonna be that night. So I'll, I'll take the over. I got 51 right now. I'm gonna lock that in now. All right. I took uh, I took the Rams in that that last part of that parlay money line so money line okay that's what I got there I uh, I think the Rams are a much better team than the Niners right now um, I think the Rams have a lot of success against their own division as well yeah so I like the Rams I think McVay is just pushing all the right buttons right now I think Jimmy G just looked so bad last week I mean what was he doing that was yeah, so so Rams- he's did they say he was starting. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, he will, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he looks so bad. I, I mean, I never was sold on him. I think he's he's pretty bad, to be honest. Maybe San Fran's the play here instead of the over. It might be. Maybe you're right. But I, anyway, I'm on the Rams money line. Let's just finish this parlay out in style. You might be right. <laughs> I haven't put anything in yet. I might go with the Rams then. Why am I even relying on San Fran to do anything? Dude, the fact that Cooper Cup gets open over the middle every like single play is just mind blowing to me. It's it's almost like the 
He's like a more athletic, smaller, obviously, Jason Witten. I, I, I refuse to believe that Jason Witten can get open, and he's open like so many times. I just don't understand it. So you don't you don't have any worries about that? What's that Rams defense looking like? I couldn't even tell you. To be it, it's dude, it's Aaron Donald and uh, Jalen Ramsey, but it's Aaron Donald. I mean, he just I think he had four sacks against who they just played the Redskins. He had four sacks against I, I, the guy's just unbelievable. He's just like he bats off double teams like uh, I was going to say something fucked up, but he just bats off double teams like they're nothing. Good God. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna hold my tongue. Uh, I'm on the road, though. On the road, though, against division opponent. Right. Yeah, it's uh, right up. It's right up I'm the road. I know. I'm gonna lean. I'm gonna lead over, but over in Rams. I got to figure out what I'm gonna do there. Maybe a Rams team total. That might be my honestly my my play. Okay. I'll keep an eye on that. I'll I'll tweet it out. But um, next we got Monday night uh, five o'clock game. Is that correct? Is my shit correct? Five o'clock on Monday night. Yeah, they moved it because uh yeah because the uh Bills played on uh, Tuesday. Right. I love that. That's awesome. Um, Kansas City's laying four and a half in Buffalo. We talked about why I felt Buffalo was in a bad spot last week. I'm not going to play take too much into account. Playing on Monday gives them an extra day of rest, which is great after playing on the Tuesday. So I think that won't matter. Kansas City got absolutely embarrassed by Oakland. So let's uh, let's look at this quick, just the spread, right? Before you think about anything regarding matchups, this and that, who's good, who's bad. Home home field. What what I said one and a half to two. What where do you stand on that? You would say one and a half to two, or would you say more or less? With as far as yeah, how I would many say points? One and a half to two. Uh, maybe one and a half to two. So like, one and one and a half. One one and a half. So we'll agree on one and a half. Yeah. So this is saying that on a neutral field, we would say that Kansas City would be minus three. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm going the wrong way. On a neutral field, Kansas City is minus six. And if it was in Kansas City, they would be minus seven and a half. And that is all I had to do with this game before I said this Kansas City tax is still way too high yep. on this team. I said it last week. I'm going to say it again. And I did that quick little thing there where we just said, and I think it could even be two points. So if you do it that way, you're talking about minus eight and a half at home, minus six and a half on neutral field. There is no way, man. There is no way. Could they get it done? Yeah, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna run Buffalo here. I'm gonna take uh, the money line as well. That's gonna be my, my money line dog of the week. I agree. With I you. just yeah, uh, it's just too much. And once again, total is 57 and a half. So the thing that scares me most about this game is I could see like the, it's gonna be a lot of touchdowns scored. So I have a few angles here. I think I'm gonna look at the prop for most touchdowns scored. And I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to bet the, the Bills with the points and money line, and I'm going to take the over for most touchdowns – or I'm sorry, not most touchdowns, for a total touchdown scored. And my theory there is that the only way uh, I could see the Bills losing here with the spread is if the, just the fact that, like, you know, there's no field goals in this game. Yeah. You know? Yep. So, like, I could see a tie game late and then Kansas City Chiefs score a touchdown to win it, and it win by seven. And so with that uh, that type of uh, thought process, I, I just see a lot of touchdowns. Uh, the highest I've ever seen is six total touchdowns. So I might just take the over six t- total touchdowns and uh, the Bills. And, and hopefully I, I can't see – I can see winning all of those, but I can't see losing all because, like I said, if the Bills are going to lose by more than four and a half, it's going to be uh, touchdown city for Mahomes and co. on the road. But 
you know, like I said, that's just too much. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's – I'm on the Bills as well, mm-hmm. uh, four and a half. I, I, yeah, I think the line's too high. I think it's – I think it's a little bit of an overreaction to Tuesday night because, I, as I said earlier, I think the Bills were kind of in it until Josh Allen kind of had those two bad throws. I mean, the Bills are a good team, mm-hmm. and they're home. I know there's no fans, but they're home. You know, they right. love playing at home. Uh, the Chiefs just got dominated by the Raiders. Scored that garbage time touchdown to continue that streak of Mahomes never losing a game by more than one possession. But I, I like oh, the I Bills. Know, I didn't even know that was a streak. Yeah. It's a pretty cool one. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, but, yeah, I like the uh, I like the Bills. I like the Bills on this one. And the second Monday night game at 8-15, we got Dallas at home against Arizona. Total of 55. So I'm going to start this off with a question for you. How big of a downgrade point-wise in the spread is Andy Dalton from Dak? I think two, two and a half. Okay. I, I, would, I, would, say, I would say with that defense, I would say three and a half. Okay. So I I would be normally around you, but that defense is so bad that I think yeah. the, you need the ability to be playing the shootout. So I'm going to say three and a half. But um, I think I'm on the higher end than most people. But I agree with I agree with you. That's not that big. I think he's probably the best backup in the league, right? I would agree. Yeah. Not talking about like you know that rookie quarterback. You know what I'm talking about? Right, the guys right. who are just kind of weird. I would say he's probably the best quarterback, uh, backup quarterback. So. I'll let you start with this here. Are you doing anything with this? I, I, I have not put anything in yet. Um, I would agree with you. I think Andy Dalton is more than capable uh, as a backup quarterback. I think he's got the weapons around him. I think he's got the coach around him. And I think he's still got that fire in him that, you know, makes you a, a good NFL quarterback. The, the Cowboys are home, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, they're home. Arizona just played the Jets, so that's pretty much a bye week. I, I, I would lean Cowboys to be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll take them, but I, and I also like the over because I think these two teams can put up points. Anytime I think you get the Cowboys defense with an over, I think you take it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think the Cowboys they won't miss. I don't I don't know if they'll miss. You know, maybe a half beat, but it's not going to be big. I, I think with the amount of talent they have in the offense, the offensive line still. I know uh, Tyron Smith, I think, is out for the year, maybe. He's a left tackle, but you know they still got guys yeah. that can plug in. I think Zeke's just ridiculous. I think Ceedee Lamb is. Oh my god, what a what a catch yeah. he was! Uh, he looks incredible. And then Amari Cooper had one catch last week, so it would be interesting to see if Andy Dalton has the same kind of target share as Dak had, or if he because I know he threw to Gallup I think three times on that last drive. Uh, mm-hmm. Gallup made you know unbelievable catches, incredible. <laughs> He's good. I actually I think I said. I think I said the first pod we had that he is like low key underrated yes. as, a, as a receiver. I yeah. said he would be the best receiver on the Jets, which I guess wasn't the best example. To no, use. that's not saying much. <laughs> but but um, unbelievable, man. Yeah, yeah. And I, on the other side of it, I think the Cardinals are still kind of trying to figure some things out. I think they'll put up points. I'm just not sold on. They had a couple of big chunk plays against the Jets, which was like a blown coverage or just, you know, just terrible defense, which they've been known to do. They didn't. Right necessarily move the ball against the Jets. They had a lot of, like, third and longs, which was surprising to me because, I mean, the Jets' defense is just – so – but, I mean, the Cowboys' defense is probably worse than that. So, I, I think it's just going to be a good old-fashioned shootout. I think uh, Chandler Jones is out for the year. I think he tore his bicep. So, 
think it's a big blow for that that Arizona defense. I I think the Cowboys can keep it close. And anytime you got Greg the leg, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Greg the leg, dude. Low key uh, went from like the best kicker in the world on the Rams, so I feel like I don't hear about him at all in the Cowboys. I they don't kick any field. I have I have him. Yeah. I have him <laughs> first five weeks. Dude. They don't kick any field goals. It's unbelievable. Uh, but I agree with everything. I I don't. Arizona on the road in prime time. I don't think Andy Dalton's a big downgrade. I grabbed Dallas plus three earlier in the week. The minute Ooh, it opened. Nicely done. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it was, I knew the minute Dak went out and I saw Andy Dalton come in last week, I was like, there's going to be too much of an overreaction to this. So I grabbed that plus three at home. It's currently sitting at one for me. I, what I'll do is, uh, so I have Dallas plus three, right? I, I got to figure out my teasers here. So I guess let's, we'll talk about the last game and then I'm going to tease Dallas in some shape or form to get more than a touchdown. I, I like that a lot. Uh, so I'm going to have to take my group of games that I like with the tease and figure out what I'm doing with them because I also want to tease this last game here. Um, but I agree with you. I, I haven't looked too much into this game, to be honest with you. I'll probably look more into it on Monday, but it's, I don't think you can overreact, overreact too much. So, so here's my thought process. You don't want to overreact too much to Dak leaving because I think Andy Dalton is the best backup in the league, right? So you factor that in, and I go, okay, plus three, catch up three at home, no way. Give me it. Say Dak was playing, right? We weren't high on this Dallas team at all. We were. So that's the only thing that I'm sitting here thinking, like, why am I acting like Dallas is just steamrolling teams? They, they They could have lost to the Giants with Dak playing. And now I'm saying that, you know, looking at them plus one against Arizona being like, oh, but Andy Dalton's not that big of a downgrade. Are we forgetting that this Dallas team stinks? We might be. So, I, yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of like torn a little bit where I'm going back and forth. I grabbed Dallas plus three, but I'm telling you, I am going to 100% be taking Arizona to hedge out of that. Um, which is why, you know, I'm kind of going roundabout way here. So that's not an official pick by any means on here because um, I – I'm going to admit I'm hedging because I'm talking myself out of it that why am I acting like the Cowboys were this high, high and mighty, high and mighty team with a, not too bad of a quarterback downgrade when Arizona could have easily walked in there and beat them with Dak with how that defense is playing. Yeah. So to your, to your point, the, the 55, I don't, I don't know if it's high enough. Um, I'm, I'm not taking anything here. I'm going to probably tease Dallas because I do think they do enough safe inside uh, the seven and a half spread. I think Arizona is very overrated. I've said that on the pod a few times now. I'm not going to budge from that, but we'll, I think in this pod we'll, we'll, we'll find our teasers and put them together. Um, okay. This is the moment I've been waiting for because I'm curious to see your thoughts on this game. Tampa Bay Bucks hosting the Green Bay Packers, and I've texted you throughout this week multiple times about this. This is one of those stinky fish smelling lines. It is. What, what's what's going on here? Green Bay seems too obvious. Green Bay, let's call it a pick 'em right now because it's been jumping around. That's plus what I got. Yeah. yeah. So it's a pick 'em here with a total of fifty-five and a half. Are you taking the bait? I am. I am on. Oh, the oh, no. I took hook, right, line, and right. sinker. Right. Yeah, boy. <laughs> took the bait. The, Vegas is reeling me up right now from the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> I am going to be flopping in that boat come Sunday night, and they better gut me or throw me back in. Damn. So you're taking it, huh? Uh, dude, I knew it. 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 I knew it
Devontae Adams is coming back. The Packers just look so good. Tim Bay does not. And I realize that that line does not make any sense. It does not make any sense in my mind. I just have to take it, dude, because I've missed on the pack. I've teased the Packers a couple times, but I haven't actually hit a spread yet with them. I'm like, you know what? Mm -hmm. Let's just do it. Let's go for it. All right. So this is going to – this is – I have a little – State State of the Union pod, uh, State of the Union address for the, the pod, right? So, when it comes to gambling, I've been doing this sports gambling for about seven years now since I was a freshman in college, um, which is crazy to say that number now. But it, I've I've gone through the ups and downs. It started off with the take the the squarest bets of all time. And then curious why they're not covering me. Like, oh, Vegas knows, Vegas knows, to the point where I overreact and I took everything against what I liked, thinking like, oh man, like, you know, they're not gonna get me now. And I would lose those. And I yep. realized that it's somewhere in the middle. You know, not every fishy line hits this and that. But I do know that you cannot always ride with the fishy lines, right? So I would say where we're at, me and you, is at this point, all we want to do is just when we put our bets in for the week, we want to come out on top. We don't care what it takes, whether it's square. We, Me and you use teasers where sharp people swear those are so, you know, they're not worth it, whatever. Not to mention that me and you combined are like 10 and 0 on teasers this year. Yeah, I mean, but we won't get into that. that we, won't, but... we won't get into that. But, you know, there's – and I want to say a little bit because the – betting world has gotten so analytical. I don't even know if you know this, but basically um, I've been involved with like the, the Twitter um, atmosphere with the gambling and I follow a lot of them on our Twitter account, but everyone's got their models. And I love mod- I love the model idea because you basically generating lines from statistics and nothing to do with uh, the narratives, which I think is, it can help you. And if you factor in the narrative on top of it, you can be, you can be sharp with it. And I like that. But people are so obsessed with getting closing line value. Have you heard of that term, C-Mac? No. So it's called CLV and they calculate it. Where basically, dude, all these guys are putting in bets on Monday, on Monday night. And then they take credit for it. You know, when you look at a spread on Monday night and you look at Green Bay, I think it opened at plus two. Like if we did this pot on Monday night and, t- and took all our picks – we're going to get closing line value. And these guys get, you know, like for example, Dallas plus three moved to Dallas plus one. And then when that pick loses, these guys act like they were unlucky. Like they treat it like it was like a, like a stock market. Like, Oh, I got, I got, I sold it. I bought it low and I sold it high. I just unlucky. didn't win. And it seems like nobody cares. Dude, nobody cares about actually winning the bet anymore. They call it like unlucky. It it blows. it, It, it drives me insane. Yeah, I've been unlucky um, like most of my life. I mean, <laughs> if that's the case. There was, a th- there was a college football game the other night, right? And all these fucking, they call themselves touts where they sell picks. And, and there's Twitter guys and they they take Coastal Carolina, I'm sorry, they take uh, the Raging Cajuns against Coastal Carolina minus seven and a half. Before the game, it jumps up to nine and a half. Coastal Carolina won outright. <laughs> underdog. <laughs> And these guys were bragging about getting the best number and saying how it was unlucky that they lost. And it, it drives me insane, dude. And it's like, I just, I, I can't stand where it's gotten because analytical stuff is a good thing sometimes, but it's also like, who cares if you got the best number? You were wrong. Just because you 
took the wrong bet before everyone else took the wrong bet does not make it not like make a good right, bet. Yeah. yeah, dude, it drives me insane. So the roundabout way here with, with the Packers Tampa Bay is I, I, the reason we started this pod is to kind of talk through things and, and we want to pretty much, you know, hopefully we both get better and we can talk each other into things. And so that was my little rant there. I texted yesterday being like, all right, this is, I've had enough after the Coast Carolina thing. So with this Green Bay game, you know all our friends are going to be on Green Bay. They're all going to be taking it in every shape or form. I know it could still be the right bet. So I'm asking you, what, where are you at? Give me your reasoning for why you think that, A, the spread is – so I guess first off, tell me why the spread is this slow and then tell me why you like Green Bay, if that makes sense. Because I mean, you have yeah, to have no. a reasoning for why it's slow. I don't know why it's this slow. I have no idea. So you think it's a straight-up trap then? Yes. Because right, Green Bay had a – they had a buy, right? Mm-hmm. And Tampa Bay's coming oh, off so a Thursday that, that, night game. So they both have so both have a lot of rest, right? right exactly. So then you think about who's a better coach, right? Arians or Lafleur? I, I think it's kind of a toss-up right now. And then when I get into it, Devontae Adams is coming back. He was a full participant at practice. Chris Godwin is Chris Godwin as well, and Chris Godwin as well, right? Mm-hmm. Just thinking back to the last game Tampa Bay played, Chicago. Obviously, they looked good for the first half until that last two minutes. And then they kind of just couldn't get anything going. I'm, Green Bay has looked unstoppable this year. <laughs> just, just a ridiculous – and they did it in, I think, three of the games without Devontae Adams, uh, like their best player. So what I'm thinking is wh- why is it this low? Tampa Bay's defense has shown maybe it can stop people, maybe it can't. I would, I would think that it would be more in favor of Green Bay, obviously. I would have thought they would have been – you know, minus two, maybe minus two and a half, just because Green Bay just looked unstoppable. And Matt LaFleur, I think, has the best record through whatever amount of games he's, he's through so far of any coach in NFL history. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady can't throw the ball deep. You can just – every safety can just sit on those seam routes. He's got no O.J. Howard now, so he's got to rely on Gronk, and Gronk looks like a shell of himself. I don't even know why he, he came back. He, yeah, can't, he, he can't run. He can't he catch. He lifts off every play. He limps off every play. Uh, Godwin hasn't been there. He's back now. Let's see if he can stay healthy. Mike Evans has been dealing with an ankle injury last three weeks. He keeps kind of limping out there, and he's good enough where he can catch touchdowns and kind of posterize people. But route running, it's not the best. I, uh, Ronald Jones has looked great. Ronald Jones looks like yeah, a player. They, they, they can run the ball, dude. That offensive line looks good. They can run the ball. So I guess I guess I'll – I'll, I'll come in for a little bit here. I, I guess it's Tampa Bay's at home. It's supposed to be mid eighties temperature wise. So, you know, it's going to be a hot day. It's nothing like Miami where I think we know that team struggle in Miami because the, uh, the away bench is in the sun. I don't think Tampa Bay has any of that stuff going on. It's at night, right? But, isn't it? Or is that four? No, midday, midday four. Um, yeah. And so I guess I look at the, the, the fishy line. Cause first things first, you got to think, pick them. Give them, give Green Bay three to four points at home. I think that's still a fair spread. So I think the spread's spot on. So if I think the spread's spot on, and you got Tampa Bay coming off, you know, extra rest, which so does Green Bay, and but Tampa has that kind of. It was almost embarrassing. Would you say that? And, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Brady with the fourth quarter thing. I mean, that was bad. That's about oh. as bad as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> for the best quarterback of all time. Now, people are saying he was purposely trying to trick the refs. I don't think so. Man. I don't I've buy never seen that. Him do that. No, I do not. <laughs> in 20 buy years, 
and he's never done it. I don't think he started to do it at 40, 43 years old. So it's bad, man. I think that Green Bay defense is Swiss cheese. Um, I expect Tampa to run the ball. So once again, I, I don't think I don't necessarily think Tampa is one hundred percent going to win, but I do think like the line? that this this line is even, and I think the public perception. I'm going to just fade it. I think it's. I think this game's 100 percent. But the fact that everyone thinks this is such a bad line, I'm going to just take. I'm going to. I'm going to roll the dice here. I'm going to go Tampa Bay. And I did this earlier in the year with Philly against the Rams and lost. So yeah. this, this I could be setting up here for 0-2. And, and at that point, I'm going to have to really reconsider what's going on here. But um, I'm going to do it, man. That prime time, 4 o'clock slot too. I consider that prime time. I don't know about you. But it's always a little bit, a little bit, a little magic going on there. You know what I mean? I, feel I think like- um, I feel like just can't sell on Tampa. They dominated that game on Thursday night. And – penalties and the turnover before half totally turned it over yep. against a four and one Chicago team who was at home on a short week. I just don't think we can overreact too much. Give me the best quarterback of all time. And I hope, I hope, I hope I can brag about it after they win. Cause if not, I'm going to be in a lot of crow. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't hate that. I don't love that I'm on the Packers, but you know, I'm going to take them because it just seems like a, seems like no, something I, I, I take. <laughs> seems like something I do. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does seem like this is the line that Vegas makes for all the guys like me. So. <laughs> and um, I, I, I think you you had a party on what was it last Saturday? And I texted you that there's a lot of contests that these sports book uh, sports books hold that I want me and you to join one so bad together. And I think this year what we'll do is is we'll uh, we'll learn. You know what I mean? This is all learning uh, learning progress process here. We'll figure out where we're at. Because you know what I mean? Hey, if we stink, we can fade us. You know what I mean? We'll figure it out. Um, no, you cannot. Hold on a second. Don't say that. You cannot fade yourself, dude. Because I've tried this multiple times and it never works. Well, I'm saying more so like if there's a game we both love type of thing. Because last week our consensus picks, I don't think did very well. We yeah, didn't keep track I, of them. I didn't, yeah, I don't think they did well. You know what I'm saying? So that's all. So I'm since saying. since um, he was one of those, we were on one already. Yeah, and the I thought the under in, um, but you didn't take the under in Pittsburgh. No, but I think that was one too. Sorry, I should have took that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I just thought better of it. Yeah, it would have lost. But um so yeah, that's just my little my little thing. So it's all learning things. So we'll see where we're at with this because um it does seem fishy to me, but at the same time when you think about it and you break it down, I don't think the like we said, they're on the road Green Bay, which people never factor that in, it seems like even when there is fans, people just overlook that completely. Yeah. Um so, you know, four-point advantage at home, Green Bay is minus five at home. I don't think that's crazy. They shouldn't be more than a touchdown. So, I don't know what people are looking for in a spread. You know what I mean? Yep. Where they say this is such a – it's a low line. Because I think it's a, it's a spot online. Um, I guess just once you get below three, it seems like you're pretty much just asking them to win, which is why it seems so tempting. So, yeah. But that's my that's that's my whole, my whole spiel there. Um, to kind of uh, – and I'm going to need some help from you here. So, yep. I got a few teams I like in teasers. Uh, what was the first one? So the first one was Philly. Second one was Indy. The third one, which I, I like New England minus 10, so I should probably factor them in. I like Miami, teasing it down. And then I like – no, no, I'm sorry. I didn't like – I just fucked myself up. I don't, I don't like think you liked Indy. Uh, oh, okay. Indy I didn't like? I no, Indy. Like, you definitely like Miami. Yeah, Miami – 
already screwed myself up. I think there's four teams I like. I got to figure out how to split them up. So the it's, Lions, didn't you? No, not the Lions. I like them straight up. Uh, I wasn't listening to you the entire podcast. Indy, Indy, I like. I like uh, Baltimore. I like the Dolphins, and then I like Tampa Bay. So I got to figure out how to uh, split those up. If Baltimore is now at nine and a half, and I need a seven-point teaser, I should probably just split that with Miami. Get them to two and a half. So Miami and Baltimore is going to be the seven-point teaser. Get them to two and a half, okay. and then I'm going to do the Colts and the Tampa Bay. So Tampa gets seven and a half, and the Colts get to one and a half. And those are, those are my picks. Those are the winners this week. Love it. Feel good. Feel good. Love it. All right. What I'm gonna I'm gonna put another teaser right now. So I'm just feeling the itch right now. Uh, we so see like totals this week, which is probably smart on our half. But I just put it in one with the total. But yeah. Um, with the teaser. Yeah. All right. So I have two teasers this week. Let me just let me just roll these out here right now. All right, one is a four-team, 13-pointer, and this is as follows. Patriots plus three and a half, Vikings plus nine, Falcons-Vikings over 41, and Bengals-Colts under 59 and a half. And then my three-teamer, 10-pointer, is Dolphins plus a half, Packers-Bucks over 45, Washington, the New York G-Men under 53. I like that. Yeah. And you have a money line dog. I got, so I took my money line dog was who the hell did I take? Who was it? Washington? No. No, it was somebody else. Um, I have Buffalo. Buffalo, Buffalo. Buffalo at home against okay. Kansas City. Okay. Which, ah, uh, fuck. You know what? I'm going to get two. I'm going to get Washington and I'm going to get Buffalo. I think they both spin out right. Okay. Okay. Um, I had, who did I have? Shit. I had somebody. Oh, I had the Cowboys. I'm in mean, plus one right now. Um, <laughs> that's not much of a dog there. And I'm on the Lions. Uh, You're like, all right, baby, I, plus 105. I, I'm trying to find somebody else besides. Um, I like the Bills, too. Let me just uh, – I mean, I hit my, my Tampa Bay one last week. I mean, my Chicago one last week. So, I mean. I haven't hit one yet, dude. Yeah, I hit my Chicago one. And I'm giving out two this week. I know. I'm I'm gonna ride Buffalo with you because I like Buffalo. That was okay. my original one, and I wanted to pick someone else, but I don't really like anybody else. So <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. I'm gonna there's, ride. A, there's a lot of value. I'm gonna ride Buffalo. All right. Um, all right. Not bad. Not yeah. Bad. Let me just um, run, let me just run down a couple of bets I have. Um, okay. Let me type them down so I remember. Yeah. So I had PSG, Chelsea, and Man City in a. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the Astros right now. They're up 4-1 in the fifth. Uh, <laughs> take them live, money line. All right, so I got Trump winning Florida in the Electoral yeah. College at minus 130 last week. It's now minus 20, so I'm losing value there. Um, no, all right, so I have so I have those two teasers. I have uh, Patriots minus 9.5, Steelers minus 3.5, uh, Texans, Titans over 53.5, Bengals plus 8. And Tennessee. You have Tennessee. Yes, yes, sorry. They're a little far. Just take yeah. up the whole. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm off that. <laughs> I texted my book yesterday, cancel that one. Uh, so, Bengals plus eight. Uh, Jets, Dolphins over 47. Packers with the bait. 
at a pick'em. Falcons Vikings over fifty four, and then I have the Panthers at minus one. Mm. Big slate for right, you, boy. I, Let's get going. I like it. I like it. Um, I came into this saying I didn't like the board at all. I now have a good amount of picks here. Let me just type them down so I make sure I remember it. All right. So, and we're doing we're doing units now. So go through that again, but give your units one through three. So what we decided is after CMAC uh, had an even week, but he had his big play hit on Houston. He kept complaining about how he wanted everyone to know complaining. that he, I just he want was positive. I just want so, everyone to know that so what we're, <laughs> money and they save me every so, Sunday. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a one to three unit scale, which I. I know when I listen to podcasts, sometimes it gets a little bit crazy because people, you know, the units can get a little bit tricky. But, hey, I think it will work for the show if you do one to three units because we'll do one unit. It's like a small play where you have like a strong lean and you, you want to get involved. Because I don't think me and CMAC, for the most part, put some of our personal plays on here because we want to do a little bit smaller. So maybe we can start including those with the one unit. Two units is like a normal play. You like it. You're firing on it. And the three units are the ones that you're, you know, the, the quote unquote locks, if you will. So uh, yeah. go through those again, but give your, give your units. On. I, all of them. All right. So most of them are just one unit plays. Okay. Uh, well, three, two. So we're doing for the, for the pop, we're going to do two units is like a, is like the, the standard play that we that's use, a normal usually play. do. All right. So, yeah, so, yeah. all right. So most of them are two unit plays. Um, the only one out of the regular bets is Titans minus three and a half. That's more than two units. So what is that? Three units. Okay. 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 So you got three and units then, on Titans. And yeah. the teasers. Are and then the two units. teasers are three units. Okay. And then everything else is one uh, or two, whatever it is. Fair. fair. I like that. Um, so I'll start off. I got Houston plus three and a half. That's one unit. I have the over 53. That's two units. I got Washington plus three for one unit. Minnesota minus three and a half for two units. Detroit minus three for two units. I got the Bears money line or pick them, whatever you got it at for one unit. Pittsburgh minus three for two units. New England minus nine and a half, minus nine and a half for two units. I got Tampa. I got a lot of plays. Oh my God. I got Tampa. This is what this one unit is. I love the board. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the one unit's going to do is it's going to open up me like throwing in things in there, but whatever. Uh, big play, big board for me. Tampa Bay. I'm usually a volume guy anyway. Um, Tampa Bay money line for two units. San Fran over for one unit. Buffalo plus four and a half. And that TD prop, I'll tweet it out. Whatever I get at that for the over the amount of TDs. That those are both gonna be one unit. And then Dallas at a uh, pick them currently. I'll give out for a unit. And then two units on those two teasers. It, it was uh, Indianapolis with Tampa Bay. And then it was Dallas, or I'm sorry, it was not Dallas. It was um, Baltimore with the Dolphins. That's what it was. Okay. All right. That's All right. two units on those. And um, yeah, like we said, so right now I think you're down about one to two unit, 1.8 units because you're what you're even completely on 18 and 18. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm um, down though. I hit these teasers like they're my job. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, the units we have, in fact, on the on the pod, you're down. <laughs> yeah, but if you're counting college football, I mean, I'm up like 20 units. But we're um, counting college football. I haven't even been college. Football. <laughs> 
Would you ever even mention college football? But yeah, for yeah, counting Korean baseball. I'm... So you're you're 18 and 18. So on the pod, up to this point, we've been counting one unit bets, correct? Or you want to do two units? No, all right. We'll, one say, unit. we'll say one, one unit. unit. Right, right. So, so, so 18 and 18. 18. 10 units. <laughs> so 18 and 18, you're down 1.8 units on the pod. Not Once again, not bad. And I am at whatever the fuck, five, uh, two point, I'm up 2.8 units. So on the show combined, we're up a unit. Can't complain for two guys who are fucking doing this on Thursday nights. Yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. That, that is our show. (laughs) Everybody, uh, rate us, subscribe to us, uh, follow Merloft on Twitch. She plays rocket league. Everyone remember to vote. It's coming up soon. Uh, Go follow uh, Vegas Bets. <laughs> Vegas Bets um, Big four units. Yep. Vegas Bets uh, four <laughs> units plus 45 and, and seven two units on the year. And uh, I think we'll make an Instagram soon with some of our clips if I feel mm-hmm. like actually recording. And we get our uh, webcams working. And we get our webcams working. And Foley has to have a mustache next week. Everyone look out mm-hmm. on the Twitter page for that. And we will talk, talk to you. <laughs> forgot to talk about it. So I hit that. All right, real quick. I hit the Giants and uh, the Giants plus nine and the over, I think it was 54, 55. So I hit mm-hmm. that. So Foley needs to have a mustache for the next week after this podcast. He's still growing it in. He's got blonde hair, so it <laughs> takes a little longer than us dark-haired facial hair guys. So he will have that uh, this week. And we will we look forward to seeing that. Yep. We look forward to seeing that. <laughs> Cool. All right. Um, let's hope we win this week, man. Let's hope we well, win. We're learning. It's a learning. It's a learning process. It's a know? learning curve, and the fact that there's no Thursday night probably means better for me, not yeah, for you. Thursday night, God. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, we will talk to you next week. Adios.